Make me yeah. look like yeah. an idiot. Whatever we need to do. It's not hard. Whatever we need to do. And the home of the Episode 74 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. And after taking a lazy week off, James and I are back, baby. <laughs> Your uh, definition of lazy is really strange. Yeah. Uh, no, in truth, if you saw our Facebook page, then you will know that the reason that we were off last week is James was ill, unfortunately, and I was very, very busy with um, other commitments. So uh, it's not that you're not important. I just made a promise that I had to keep. So that being said, we're here and we're happy to, to keep talking to you guys and uh, or talk to you again. And, and, and believe me, we've got plenty of nonsense and tangents that, you know, we're backlogged with that stuff. So we are ready to come out of the shoot and entertain you, I think. At least I am. I, I can't speak for my partner here. How are you, James? I'm doing a lot better. Thank you. How about yourself? I am. I'm doing OK. I am more rested, <laughs> certainly, than last week. I, uh, I'm not trying to be cagey. If, if you have to know, or if you are curious, or even if you're not, I mean, you're listening to the podcast and I'm going to tell you, so you don't have much of a choice here, but I had promised to help a friend put on a play, uh, do tech for a play and, and the show went up last weekend. So I was in rehearsals for that. And I also was putting together a, an event for my youth group, which was, uh, last Friday night. So lots of balls in the air that had to be juggled and unfortunately no time for hit the deck. Yeah. Not to mention that you don't have a car and God bless New York, but it's really tough to get around this city. Believe it or not. If you don't have a car round, round, get around, I get around. Yeah. Get around. round, round, I get, I get around via MTA. They're going your way. No, they're not. That's no, a lie. That's what they tell you, but it's a dirty, dirty lie. If, uh, As I've said before, uh, I think to James off the air, if they do happen to be going your way, it's an accident. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so anyway. So I our apologies, but that's why, yeah. We didn't just brush you off and, ah, who cares? We don't need to do a podcast this week. So ah! it, it, it was thought out and uh, with a heavy heart that we decided to punt until this week but we're back baby as, yes. as previously stated and whether you want us to be or not <laughs> yeah yeah you've got us deal with it <laughs> so you've been okay in the intervening couple of weeks james yeah we'll get into this more later in the podcast but i feel like i have been t- 
taken over by zombies where uh, it's like it's not it's like a cold that just won't go away. Mm. And uh, yeah, so I'm even more out of it than usual. But the good thing is, at least I know when Gary uploads this podcast, it'll be a couple of days late. But have to wish a very happy birthday to Superfan Sue. Yeah, and when she listens to it, it'll probably be like a week late. But yes, I agree <laughs> with you. So yeah, just uh, just if, if you need the date specific, October twenty fifth, and we won't give age or anything like that. But um, that's fine because I don't possess. know. <laughs> yeah, I can I can do some quick napkin math because she's I think the same age as my wife. But a spry twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yes. How did you know? Yeah, it's uh, they they look good. But yeah. um, anyway, yeah. So very happy birthday and thanks for all the support. And uh, we do have a special topic just for you, super fan Sue tonight. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed we do, and and you'll enjoy that. I think, I guess, I yeah, yeah, sure, you'll enjoy that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm a little rusty. I don't, I don't remember how to do this. <laughs> um, I've completely lost my train of thought. I've derailed uh, already. I was gonna say if we forgot how to do this, maybe we should not do the starting lineup. <laughs> we're we're like five minutes into the podcast, and I've already uh, completely lost my my mojo. That's unfortunate. It is. It is tragic. Oh, you know, I know what I was going to say. We spent all that time uh, a few weeks ago talking about my new mask and I finally got to use it. And I wanted to tell all of you that I got it and I used it and I kind of hate it (laughs) because I lost three games playing in it. And it's obviously bad luck. But I'm stuck with it, so hopefully can only go up from here, right? Yeah, I hope so. That was that was no fun. And I've also learned my lesson, too, that uh, sometimes to be more democratic, if you will, instead of having the goalies pick teams in the LIQ, the players have just developed a system where you throw your sticks down and then one of the LIQ members will just throw a stick on one side and the other. And wherever your stick lands in front of which goalie, that's going to be the team you're on. And uh, lo and behold, my stick went on to um, Craig's side. Craig, of course, one of the other great goalies of the LIQ. Mm. And I had to be on his team. And no offense to Craig or anything. Great team, great goalie. Uh, It's just I feel uncomfortable playing against the American Rhino. And having to shoot against you is just really foreign to me and just, like, does not compute. (laughs) I would like to just relay one instance. And I knew your heart wasn't in it. I knew it from from the opening whistle. But I would like to... uh just relay one particular instance that evidences this pretty clearly. So James's team had shot on on me in goal, and I had made the save, but uh, the rebound shot off somewhere. And then James, who is on the offense, starts calling out to me where the puck is. <laughs> he said, he said, other side. And I said, why are you telling me that? And again, my sincere apologies to uh, to Craig and, and, and my teammates of that uh, brief time. It was so bad. They just said, just go on the other team. So then I was I lost with Gary the next two games. And uh, it was a very frustrating, miserable afternoon. But uh, for the future, just wherever team I land on. And, and again, I don't hold back because that's just not fair to the teammates or you. The American Rhino. Oh, it's and fine. also, that's one way to get kicked out of a league if you're not going to play your best. I was I was wearing my new Darth Vader mask, and I was about as effective as Vader at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. You're uh, too. You're, you're you're a good guy. 
So maybe that's what the problem was, that you, you shouldn't have worn the dark side yeah, helmet maybe. because you, you're, you're a Jedi. You're a good guy. Well, you know, James, it's a poor goalie that blames his equipment. And the last few times we've played, I've been a pretty poor goalie. So uh, <laughs> there we yeah, are. I, uh, I did my best to hang you out to dry, too, a few times, as a matter of fact. But maybe you should paint the helmet green for Yoda. Just in case. I could have gotten the Yoda mask. I, did, I didn't really like any of the designs, I have to say. We, we covered this ground, but I think that's why they were on clearance. Because, you know, I can't imagine that Star Wars license was cheap. So the mm. fact that they're, you know, basically giving these masks away, that the fact that they're selling them these uh, branded masks for less than they would sell, like, a plain mask of the same model, that, that's telling, I think. Okay. But anyway, we should move on. We should get into this thing because you don't need to listen to me whine about my mask. All right. So uh, why don't we jump in tonight's starting lineup? Yeah? Yeah. All right. Then for tonight's starting lineup in goal, as ever, I am number 35, your American rhino, Gary McComiskey. And of course, by my side... On defense, number four, I'm James Sajazi. This is metaphorical, of course, because James is in Brooklyn and I'm in Queens, but he is uh, he's on the computer that is by my side. So, you know, and, and of course, he's got my back. So I, I think that's I think it works. I think it's fine. Yeah. Full disclosure. Yeah. All yep. Right. Yeah. In, in the in the interest of full disclosure, because <laughs> we we are a fully transparent podcast. Uh, okay you know what in the interest of transparency james would you be so kind as to tell us what is on deck for this podcast yes sir thank you the devil's in the details it's the halloween themed edition of hit the deck leading things off is a segment devoted to birthday girl superfan sue's favorite team and the nhl's most appropriate franchise for this time of year the devil's The Prudential Center boasts the world's largest indoor scoreboard, and they aren't afraid to use it. Happy Hockey Halloween 2017! Last year, the American Rhino and I gave you some great ideas for hockey-related costumes, and we're doing the same thing this year with some new options for you. And Hit the Dead? LIQ All-Star and friend of the podcast, Brett Barrow, would have joined us to explain, but he's too busy both fighting and reporting on the zombie apocalypse. Have no fear, though, because Brett assures us that deck hockey is, for lack of a better term, alive and well. It's the Hit the Dead podcast. It's hockey with brains. That's what's on deck. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. That's fantastic. Yeah, well, you know. I, I have to say, I to your point about the devils being appropriate for this time of year, just thinking about it quickly, it's really not fair. They have kind of a monopoly on this this whole season because obviously the, you know, the devil Halloween connection that, you know, they've got that going for them. But then you fast forward to December and they used to have those red and green Christmas tree jerseys. So, you know, you could you could kind of count them in for uh, for Christmas, too. And that's not fair. Yeah, you're right. What's that all about, man? Right. Come on, man. Leave some year for the rest of us. Devils. <laughs> Come on. Stop. Stop bogarting the 
all the good holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised they don't change their scheme for Thanksgiving and uh, <laughs> New Year's or something. Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and Saint, yeah and, and the whole league does stuff for St. Patrick's Day, and they're involved too because they're mm-hmm. part of the league. But you're right, man. Yeah. What's going on over there in Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. I would think, I mean, you're right. The whole league does stuff for St. Patrick's Day. But I think like uh, Dallas and, and Minnesota and something like that, they, they would be more, uh, you know, most appropriate for St. Patrick's Day with their green jerseys and whatnot. Yeah, and, and like you said, yeah, and, and uh, you know, Fourth of July is in the middle of the summer, and I do know, I realize that the NHL has the shortest offseason mm. of the major leagues. But, um, yeah, the Rangers, red, white, and blue, we don't get to show off the 4th of July. That's not fair. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> yes, usually usually around the 4th of July, James and I are crying in our beer about baseball. So, uh, yeah, about the orange and blue, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well. But. But. Uh, yeah. The cool thing about that is if you're at an event, uh, especially this is pioneered by the devils or something else that they are at the fore of is an app called 15 seconds of fame. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody's heard about that yet, but uh, the cool thing about that is, and we'll get into this more later, is the devils have the world's largest indoor scoreboard and married to this app called 15 seconds of fame they really take advantage of that. So the point of this app is that it delivers videos of you directly to your smartphone if you make it on the arena cam or a camera in the arena itself, and then you make it up on the uh, the scoreboard. Mm. So I guess the software, there's a website too, 15 Seconds of Fame, if you want to check it out, if you want more information about it. But if you're dancing, making a fool of yourself and things and Let's say there's 18,000 people there and everybody sees you dancing around. Well, with this app, it can record that for you, send it to your smartphone, and you could share it with billions of people to make a fool of yourself with. So it's kind of an interesting thing. And this is all at Devil's Home Games. The Devils were the first to do this. Yeah, exactly. And now because if it was you so successful. What the Prudential Center is cooking. Very true. You know what? I'm sure the WWE will probably get in on this too. But for now, the NHL because the nickname is, of the Prudential it, Center is is the Rock, and yes, that, that's the catchphrase of the um, Dwayne Johnson who wrestled as Rocky Maivia, and then the Rock. So I, I figured, you know, with the Prudential Center being nicknamed the Rock, and the the, the wrestler who is also the Rock, the being, uh, I thought, I thought that was a <clears throat> okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> the Devils were the first NHL team to give the fans options of the shareable clips. And now it was so successful that all 31 teams in the league have signed a new multi-year partnership with the app. And going forward, any arena you're in this year of an NHL game, if you're lucky enough to see yourself on the, uh, the board for everyone in the arena to share the app can send that to your phone and you can save it forever. And so the point of that is that it's not just a fleeting thing where, oh my God, I saw you, I saw you. Or you have to look at yourself in the camera as so many people do and wave and miss the moment. You can actually live the moment and then preserve it 
but you just need the app to have it. I don't know if it costs any money or if it's free or whatever the case is, but quite frankly, some of the stupid things I've done, a couple of times I actually made it onto the MSG Arena Cam, mm. and um, thank God that there was no 15 seconds of fame back then. Dancing Jimbo, I remember that. <laughs> no, no, yeah, it was really... Phew! Now, <laughs> is, is this just for cameras in the arena, or does this also cover things that are... Uh, captured by the tv cameras that are being streamed out to the millions and millions of hockey fans who are watching the broadcast excellent question i do think at least according to the article that we're quoting here that they make it sound like it and what the indirect quote is that teams have been looking for ways to enhance the in-person viewing experience and one of the ways to boost revenue of course with the new options of data-driven broadcasts, which means you can see things on your tablets and, and phones mm -hmm. as opposed to just watching a TV. But they do say that uh, it does translate to the sports-watching environment at home. So that would make sense. I'd assume that, yeah, if, if you get on the broadcast of the game, that the app would send that to you as well. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for clearing that up. And I think I'm done with the, uh, the, the dropping the rock phrases. <laughs> Uh, oh. I think that that joke has run its course. I'm going to layeth the shticketh down. Okay, well, it was enjoyable while it lasted. All right, so thank, thank you. you. But uh, but yeah, the other cool thing with the uh, 15 seconds of fame is that uh, it's good for the All Star Game, for the Stadium Series, Stanley Cup playoffs, and stuff. Yeah, and it says NHL telecasts too, so that should answer that question. I hope. Great. And fans can share them their moments on social media too. So if you didn't have enough attention at the arena or on TV. You can put it up on your Facebook page or whatever else you want to do. There are people, James, that can never get enough attention. Apparently, yeah. But the Devils had the exclusive, the exclusive rights to this for 2016. I thought and that was like an Italian thing that you were just dropping on me there. The Devils had the exclusive. Like, no, uh, I just... You and I, I have speak. talked about how, uh, you know, there, there's like an Italian shorthand that uh, uh, where you drop vowels and... and such so uh i thought i thought maybe that was that was part of it no the irony is i i can't i'm 100 percent italian i cannot speak the language but i can sound like what is it which marx brothers was it it was um uh, harpo chico chico marx was uh, a jewish man but he did a very good impression of an italian which nowadays would be politically incorrect and even though we can laugh at ourselves you're not allowed to anymore but uh yeah i i I just managed to insult my family name, so good job on me. Anyway, you no, sure I was you're not, not thinking of Chico Resch? No, not Glenn Chico Resch. No, but <laughs> okay, Ch okay, Ch okay. Chico All Marx. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, but no, that was an unintentional fake Italian accent. So my apologies. That's quite all right. <laughs> uh, and the other good thing for uh, 15 seconds of fame is that uh, it can be enabled for other live events in arenas and stadiums, as MLB is getting involved with this as well, and NCAA programs too, and concerts. So I'm assuming that WWE, if they aren't already on board, sounds like that they will be soon. Nice. Uh, yeah. Cool. And, uh, yeah, so the, the Devil's Scoreboard is, um, as you said, the, the largest indoor scoreboard. Uh, I guess this is, was this brand new for this year, or did they have this last year as well? The scoreboard, I'm I'm unsure. No, no, no you're right. It, it's brand new for this year. Ah, new for and, 2017. Right, and the the funny thing was that, as we mentioned, the uh, last hit the deck that the Red Wings 
opened up a brand new arena. And for a brief time, they actually had the largest indoor scoreboard until the Devils. For like a few days. Exactly. All right. Opened up their their new scoreboard in the, uh, the Rock this season. Man, I know Detroit is going down the tubes, but to lose that honorific that quickly. Uh, There's a new rivalry now, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not that the uh, Red Wings and Devils needed to add to that rivalry, but they have. So So this uh, is more than 29.6 million pixels. And so, James, if you're unacquainted with the, a pixel, uh, basically, if you look at your television really 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 close up like way too close for it to be comfortable or healthy you see those tiny little rectangles the you know the different the picture is made up of these these teeny tiny little rectangles or squares uh, you know dots basically those are the pixels so each each individual dot is is a pixel and the more pixels you have the higher definition you can have of the uh, the higher resolution of a picture you can have you know 4k is becoming a thing now although it's not progressing nearly as quickly or as well as the television companies would prefer but that's neither here nor there 4k is 4000 and so the 1080p is um like 1920 by 1080 that's the i guess number of pixels in the you know the resolution currently that's that's what that's our highest hd standard and then so 4k is like double that pretty much so i can't imagine what this scoreboard is it's 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 impressive is what it is well done because yeah i mean it sounds like they say that it's the clearest Mm -hmm. and from what you were just describing that makes total sense yeah and just to clarify too if anybody's out there screaming and yelling oh that that's not the biggest it's it's the biggest indoor mm-hmm. scoreboard okay so indoor meaning it has a roof that's not retractable and it's like a hockey arena or a concert arena and not an outdoor stadium like for example gary and i love shea stadium and we miss it so so much mm-hmm. but for an example for an outside stadium like shea they had a scoreboard that was what 86 feet high and 175 feet wide or something to that, to that effect so just to clarify that, that if anybody's out there screaming and yelling that the devils do, it's confirmed, have the largest indoor scoreboard. OK, so yeah. just want to clarify that. Too. James, I know you said uh, you were when we had we had talked about this segment before, you had expressed some confusion about whether Shay's scoreboard was 175 feet or 200 feet wide. And I was thinking about this, and I didn't do any actual research, of course, but I'm wondering if maybe that extra 15 feet were like the wings on either side that had the lineups. Well, yeah, that was that's was part of the board. So I don't know, because I, I remember I thought, mm-hmm. and, and again, my memory is, is not what it used to be. Yeah. I thought that it was 200 feet wide, mm-hmm. but I did look up before we went on air and it was listed as 175 feet, but, mm-hmm. uh, I should have gone directly to Mets.com and they still have <laughs> their dedication to Shea stadium. So it's probably there, but <sighs> if it's not 175 feet and it is 200 or vice versa, um, I'm sticking with 175 cause that's what I saw. Cause if my memory, if I'm going against my memory, I apologize. But. All right. Well, let's keep moving. All this talk about okay. Shea stadium is bumming me out. <laughs> yeah. I miss it too. Yeah. All right. So uh, what's next? 
Uh, yeah, so next time you're at a Devils game, you're going to get that app and see yourself clearer than you actually would with your own eyes. So on to costumes for this 2017 upcoming Halloween. Happy and, Hockey Halloween! Uh, <laughs> I think I did the same thing last year. Whatever works, man. If it's If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> Before we get into this segment, can I just say how cool it is? That just one of those strange little coincidences that tonight when we're talking about this hockey Halloween segment is the night that somebody named Boo Nieves debuted for the Rangers. Oh, yeah, that's right. God's a funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> but um... Boo Nieves. <laughs> By the way, that guy, that guy has the right idea. Like, I don't know if he was born with the name Boo, but, you know, he, he, that is, talk about a win-win situation. Like, if he does something good, the crowd will cheer, Boo! And if he does something bad, the crowd will go, Boo! And he's covered either way. I have a sneaking feeling that the Devils are going to trade for him soon, actually. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well done. Good good parents on him. That's smart thinking. Mm-hmm. So, they knew. They did. Uh, but as we talked about last year, and again, uh, by the time Gary uploads this podcast, it'll be Friday, but you still have time if you have any Halloween parties to go through over the weekend or if you have Halloween parties on the night of the event itself, which is Tuesday at the recording of this podcast, you're still covered. But if you're already set and ready to go, God bless. But in the meantime, last year we talked about the Hanson brothers, of course. Yep. Hockey go-to. You can't go wrong mm-hmm. with that. You want to do it this year by all means. Jason, probably one of the most famous horror film stars there is with that mask, the goalie mask. And Casey Jones, the same thing with that great goalie mask among his arsenal of sports equipment that he used to help out the Ninja Turtles fight crime. Yes, of course. And yeah, we went over it with the costumes that you could get, the budget you needed, and if you wanted to go whole hog with the really expensive stuff or just kind of be a little bit more conservative and save your bucks and still look good, you could do that too. And we got you covered this year. So to, uh, you know... Not talk about the uh, the the big three or six, I guess, because the Hanson brothers, there were three of those characters. We have some five? more options for you this year. I guess it would be five then, right? Uh, there's three Hansons and then yep, Casey Jones. That's right. And, yeah, all right. There you go. Thank you, sir. Yeah, uh, no, that, that's what I'm here for. I, I go back in the penalty box. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not just, just making fun of myself. I just, I'm horrible at math. And there's a perfect <laughs> example for you right there. So thank you, sir. No, that's fine. <laughs> Excellent pickup. See, again, when we play, I'm always leaving Gary hanging out to dry, and he has to save my bacon many a time. So there's an example right there. But uh, if you wouldn't mind, American Rhino, going through some of our examples for this year. Sure. So uh, the first example we have for you, the the suggestion. Of course, these are all all just suggestions. If you're interested in a a hockey, uh, you know, hockey-themed Halloween costume, if it's uh, Halloween night in Canada, you can go with Don Cherry, <laughs> or or America. You know, it's not limited to Canada. You can you can dress up in America as well. You know, we we we're not putting any restrictions on this costume. But yeah, so if you want to be Don Cherry, you need a white goatee. 
you know, if you want, if you have to paste it on, I won't tell. That's fine. I'm halfway there already. <laughs> so, uh, I'm covered. But if you want to do this, you know, you do you, you, whatever you need to, to do, that's fine. You need like a, a really loud, crazy sports coat. Like think of, if, if you're not familiar with the Don Cherry look, uh, the kind of, of sports jackets he wears, think ugly Christmas sweater, but sport jacket. That's pretty much what you're looking for. You want the loudest, craziest, ugliest sport jacket you can think of. You also will, uh, you know, need a a high-collar button-down shirt. We must look nice. You know, a tie pin. And if if you can, now these aren't going to be easy to necessarily come by, but if you can also plus your costume with a Hockey Night in Canada button and or a, a mic, like a lapel mic, then that's that's really gonna put you over the top. That that's gonna win you that Don Cherry costume contest. <laughs> Actually, I for extra bonus point, I once saw he sometimes wears crazy hats too. Mm. Uh, that's uh, or I mean he's Canadian. You could also wear a toque, I suppose. Wouldn't be that out of place. But um, I once saw a picture of him. I guess I don't know if it was during the playoffs or what, but the Canucks, the Vancouver Canucks must have been playing and they have that like whale logo. I once saw a picture of him wearing a giant like Shamu whale hat (laughs) with with, you know, his usual apparel. So if you can find a crazy hockey themed hat to wear along with all that, you're gold or silver, as is (laughs) the case of our next costume suggestion. That's right. Well done, American Rhino. Thank you. The the keeper of the cup. Now, every hockey fan loves these guys, and it's probably the greatest job in the world. Yep. And it's real simple, too. If you happen to have a black suit, boom, you're done. Uh, you just need the white collar button-down shirt, kind of like Don Cherry, except Don Cherry has the, the high collar. Mm-hmm. And again, you could look them up on a search engine and, and get it just right. And you'll see what Gary and I are talking about. <laughs> and uh, maybe we'll even post some pictures on our Facebook page for you to, to help you out. But um, so for the keeper of the cup, black suit, white collar, button down shirt and white gloves, because you have to handle Lord Stanley's cup. Mm-hmm. And I think they, they usually wear red ties. I don't know if that's an actual uniform thing. If you go with a black tie or red tie, but mm-hmm. maybe even a silver tie or they do make Stanley Cup ties. So that would be a nice little option for you as well. I think and, it, and it probably depends on the prop uh, or, uh, you know, what the, the accessory that you're able to, you know, complement the costume with. Because you don't want it to blend in too much. You don't want it to clash. You want to you want to make sure you're considering the full ensemble. Funny you should say that, too, because if you're a couple, this is an excellent couple costume. A couple, James? Yeah, because and it, it doesn't matter if you want to if you want to if you're female and you want to be the keeper of the cup. OK, fine. You, they make men's suits for you or whatever. You can do that. But if you want to be traditional, mm-hmm. the guy could dress up as the keeper of the cup and the girlfriend or wife can go as the Stanley Cup herself. Mm hmm. Which makes sense because we all love the Stanley Cup and it's pretty and, and uh, it's what you fight for and sacrifice for. So the metaphors are there built in for you. And we did talk about uh, various ways you can dress up like this Stanley Cup in the last year's edition. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
So if you want to listen to that again, or if you, again, you could just uh, go search engine it and you could see the options out there. So uh, there's a there's there's if you had a problem as a couple, you couldn't think of what to go as. There's there's a good one to do. The keeper of the cup and Stanley Cup herself. Plus, James, there's an unexpected bonus to this costume which uh, I don't think we fully explored. It just kind of occurs to me, and, and you know, this probably speaks to the kind of mind that I have, but uh, I, I'm not prepared to explore that particular aspect of my personality right now. But regardless, so as you're well aware, James, the Keeper of the Cup, the, the Stanley Cup, uh, is often in its travels swapped out for a replica because you don't want anything to happen to the Stanley Cup. It's like sometimes, you know, leaders of state will uh, will have a body double that'll go out and make public appearances for them, just, you know, for, for safety's sake. So if you happen to be like a philanderer or a person of low moral virtue, you can go to one party with your, your wife or your, your girlfriend, oh, no. and then uh, you can go to another party with your mistress, who's also dressed up as the Stanley Cup. And then if the, the wife or girlfriend finds out, you can say, honey, I'm just committing to the role. You know, this is for authenticity's sake. I had, I had a, a substitute. I had a replica lady friend. The irony of this is insane because the last man in the history of humanity would be the American rhino to ever even consider doing something like that. So your alternate ego is, is that's talk about Jekyll and Hyde, man. That is complete opposite of what the American rhino is. And I admire your guts, too, because your wife is within earshot of you, by the way. Yes, but as we've established, she ignores my nonsense completely. So. I'm fine. Well, there's proof in the pudding right there. So well done, sir. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Uh, Let it not be said that we do not take care of our audience. Oh, boy. The Hit the Deck podcast in no way condones or or endorses that kind of behavior. Not at all. But if you're inclined towards that anyway, we're here for you. Built-in excuses. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But any, anyhow, so the final piece to the, this list, believe it or not, this movie is 25 years old mm. this year. Probably much the same as the the mistress that would be dressed up as the secondary cup. One <laughs> one assumes. Uh, yeah, the Mighty Ducks. Yes, if, yes. If you wanted Quack. to dress up, if you wanted to dress up as. Uh, this is uh, one of your favorite movie characters with the hockey mm-hmm. theme. Go as the Mighty Ducks. Yep. <laughs> ducks fly together, James. They, they do. And uh, as we've stated on multiple podcasts in the past, I never saw the movies, but it's still a good option to have. Mm-hmm. And if anything, I respect the fact that there was a movie made for hockey in, in our generation growing up. I'm a little bit old. I was too old for the movie anyway. I think I was uh, in my mid-teens by the time the um, Mighty Ducks came out. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the younger guys, you know, they, they love it, and, and that's great. So anything to promote the beautiful game of hockey is is good in my book. But uh, yeah, I'm not so, going to pretend that, yeah, I know what I'm talking about here. No, so. no, that's fine. You can you can get, it's, I guess, something of a cottage industry. You can get jerseys and shirts that had the uniform of the, the Mighty Ducks. And, 
as James reminded me, which is funny because James has not actually seen the movie, but uh, I have. But as James reminded me before the show, the jerseys that they wore in the first movie uh, were different from the NHL jerseys that the Mighty Ducks wore when they came into the league in 93. So, you know, you're, you're going to want to probably, I mean, it's up to you if you want to, I think, I think they wore, you know, that NHL style jersey in the second movie. But that's, again, I, I don't have a stellar memory either. But uh, if you want to, uh, you know, some, some real first movie Mighty Ducks authenticity, you're going to want to grab one of those cartoony looking uh, kind of green jerseys or shirts or, or what have you. And if you can't find one of those, just dress up like a Wall Street banker and tell people you're going as Gordon Bombay. As a matter of fact, from our research, you can actually buy the uh, the jacket based on the character. <laughs> and it says Coach Bombay on it, too. Nice. So nice. if you really want to splurge, probably a couple hundred bucks. But you're right. If you, if you either want to do the uh, the suit thing or be a little bit more authentic and go whole hog, by all means, you have the option to buy the jacket. But for the jerseys and things, they even make T-shirts of the jerseys, too, mm-hmm. with the with the characters' names from the movie. Yep on the back and numbers. So you're good to go there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you. And good report, James. Uh, and, and if you have any ideas for costumes, hockey themed costumes that we haven't thought of, or, or, uh, you know, that you've used in the past that you'd like to share with us, please feel free to drop us a line at hit the deck at gmail.com. Of course, deck is spelled D E K tweet at us at hit the deck pod. You know, if you have pictures, post them on our Facebook page. We are hit the deck on Facebook and Instagram, same hit the deck on Instagram. You know, let us know. We'll be happy to retweet or repost or, or pass that stuff on because uh, you know, the hockey community has got to stick together. So we, we gotta, we gotta spread the love. Amen. And just in case we're still doing this podcast next year, we're going to need new ideas. So please share with us. I for I, I thought you were going to say just in case we're still doing this podcast next week with the way it's gone so far. <laughs> Quite frankly. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> we got to get to 75. Come yeah, on. Yeah, it's true. Next week is 75 and we have nothing planned. Nope. I should not tell you that. But yeah, we, we've uh, <clears throat> the. Um, the official explanation for that is that 75 is an anniversary, but it's not a, you know, it's not a real big milestone like, uh, you know, 50 or 100 or even 25. So uh, there's no need to really do something terribly special for 75. We're professionals. Act like you've been there. Um, it's it's certainly not a case of neither James or I thinking of anything that to do. You know, not not it at all. How how could you even imply such a thing? It's silly. Um. <laughs> now the the problem here is uh, <laughs> the problem here is that we did not apply sufficient forethought to to this upcoming podcast, and uh, I think the reason for that is because we don't have enough. <laughs> Yes. Brains. Brains. And and we and in our defense, we did reach out to Brett to join us for the podcast, but again, he was too busy so he could, couldn't 
carve out time for us. But uh, but yeah, it all started innocently enough as the great members of the LIQ and speaking of Facebook have done such a great job with the website for the LIQ and setting up a Facebook page for our league just to get games together and making sure that there are enough guys or girls to show up for us to play. And a couple of weeks ago, I don't remember if it had something to do with weather or if we just couldn't get enough players to show up. But uh, during that exchange on the Facebook page, Brett Barrow just kind of took it to a whole other level mm. and uh, reported on the zombie apocalypse. And he, according to Brett, uh, this is how it went. And we're kind of paraphrasing here, but he, he starts off with, thank you, Gary, with breaking news. The zombie apocalypse has officially begun. I can't keep and, this up. Okay, that, that's fine. Go on without yeah. me. Okay, if you could loop it maybe later, but no, that's okay. Um, I can so, so, tap my microphone. Nah, that's all right. All right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, so Brett continued that you may want to find a place absent of zombies because they will bite you. They will infect you, and we will be then known as the dead IQ as opposed to the LIQ. And again, Brett assured us that, yes, there will still be hockey in the zombie apocalypse. Just you won't uh, want them to be – you want to be bitten by them because, again, then you'd get infected, and the rest of us would be infected, of course. And then he turned the, uh, the feed back over to Rob, who is basically in charge of our Facebook page and uh, his local sports and favorite teams, regardless of the state that he lives in and so on and so forth. But uh, he then came back later because people were kind of freaked out by it. But uh, Brett was kind enough to mention us, and he renamed our podcast Hit the Dead instead of Deck. So he wrote that, please donate to aid scientists in finding a cure for the zombie apocalypse with Gary McComiskey Jr. or James Sajazi. And they will get the word out about this epidemic since they probably don't want their show to then be called Hit the Dead. So thank you very much, Brett. We appreciate it. And uh, keep fighting the good fight. Don't get bitten. And hope to see you back out on the LIQ soon. Friends! Back to you, James. <laughs> I got nothing. All right. I especially got no brains, so I don't have to worry about zombies coming after me. Yeah, I think uh, I think it could be argued that we passed the threshold of dead IQ long ago. <laughs> Tragic. Last minute remaining in the podcast. Thank you, Pops. Okay, so, 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 I don't know. I'm, like, waving my arms around. So, like, I'm a cheerleader or something. Ready? Okay. So we would like to thank you, Pops, for being the voice of the podcast. We'd like to thank you, our listener, for listening to another episode of Hit the Deck, for not abandoning us when we abandoned you last week, for uh, coming back and, and treating us better than we treat you. So we appreciate that. Thank you to Anthony Sajazi for providing music to the podcast. Thank you to the LIQ for sound effects. Thank you to uh, everyone who has contributed and continues to contribute to this podcast. Again, I would like to echo James's sentiment in wishing Superfan Sue a very happy birthday. And, and if you're a fan of the podcast and you want a birthday shout out, you tell us when your birthday is and we'll be happy to drop you one too. Because that's the kind of podcast we run around these parts. We are a full service fan forward podcast. 
And uh, if you would like to communicate things with us, as I mentioned earlier, hit the deck at gmail.com is our email. Tweet at us at hit the deck pod. We are at hit the deck on Facebook and Instagram and uh, on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have been following our YouTube channel in the last month or so, you see that we have recently uploaded quite a few full play by play games. Uh, we have updated some uh, how to videos. And we have more in the pipeline. We're going to take a little break from the YouTube for a while, but we have more coming up later. So stay tuned for that. And please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel. Every, every new subscription gets us a little closer to being able to do a lot more for this podcast and for you. Speaking of subscriptions, please consider, if you have not already done so, subscribing to this very podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as it is now known on Stitcher, I do want to issue an apology because it was brought to my attention that we have been touting that our podcast is available on Spotify, mostly because I like saying Spotify, but unfortunately it was brought to my attention that we are not actually on Spotify currently. There was some... Um, paperwork and approvals that were required that were not fully done. So we are in the process of rectifying that right now. It might even be up when by the time you listen to this, but uh, at time of recording, it is not on Spotify. So, uh, you know, you don't have to look. You, you can get us the usual ways that you get us, and that's fine. We appreciate that. We appreciate that so very very much. James, is there anything that I have failed to mention? No, I just wanted to add that uh, happy Halloween, everybody out there. Again, thank you for listening, and I uh, appreciate Gary saying thank you for that, too. Speaking of which, thank you to Anthony Novello, superfan Anthony, for helping us out with that whole Spotify thing, and to Brett Barrow for supplying the uh, Apocalypse storyline for this podcast. So thank you all. We appreciate it. Indeed. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Hit the Deck. And if you're out there, we, we would like to remind you, if you're out there on Halloween night, uh, whether you be dressed as a hockey player or whether you're at the Prudential Center getting your 15 seconds of fame, whatever you happen to be doing this holiday season, of course, James and I would urge you to remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. Your gut has told me that that is a terrible, terrible omen. So, good golly. <laughs>